Well, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are, wherever you may be listening. Welcome in to The Road to the Rise of Skywalker. I am your host, Thomas Manning, and I'm along here with Austin Buzzard, also known as Buzz, around the campus of Gardner-Webb University and just around the world in general. Thank you so much, Buzz, for uh, coming along on this journey. Absolutely. I'm stoked. Um, Also, my mom calls me Buzz, so it's really awkward if you don't call me Buzz. Oh, yeah. 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 So, you know, credit credit the mom with the name there. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, Yeah, so over the next few weeks... uh, you know, if you look on the calendar in December, December 20th is the theatrical release of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, the final entry into the Skywalker saga. And uh, leading up to that, we're going to be taking a few movies each week in the Star Wars saga and going over some of our favorite things about it, maybe some things we didn't like, and perhaps throw in some uh, talk about memes in there. There's a lot of great quotable lines from the prequel trilogy in particular, and why don't we start it right here with the prequel trilogy? Um, starts started out, you know, original trilogy in '77 through '83, but then George Lucas came back. The prequel trilogy from 1999 through 2005. In 1999, they had the Phantom Menace. This was supposed to be the reemergence of Star Wars. This was going to reignite everything. That you know, <laughs> you'd had a 16-year kind of lull between '83 and '99. Then. They come back. It's a prequel trilogy. We're going to tell the story of Anakin Skywalker, the young Darth Vader. And so, yeah, right off the bat, of course, spoilers for all the Star Wars films if you haven't seen them yet. Uh, if you haven't, then what are you doing listening to this podcast? <laughs> yeah, go, you got to go watch it now and then come <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we're going to get right into The Phantom Menace. So, Buzz, tell us, you know, maybe some of your general thoughts, but in particular, what are just some of your favorite moments from the film? Um. So, with, with Phantom Menace, like... Uh, like I saw it when I was like really little, so I always thought it was like awesome. Like this is great. This is Star Wars. Um, but no, definitely, like when I was little, I always thought pod racing was really cool. But oh, now sure. I'm like, dang, that's kind of kind of weird. Uh, um, uh, clearly the battle with Darth Maul is just awesome because you have Darth Maul, who's probably one of the coolest Siths like ever. Um, and then the Metachlorian scene, I think, is really underrated because it's like. That kind of, kind of explains the force yeah, and what yeah. it is. And so I always thought that's like, Phantom Menace does a lot of telling you like about like how the Jedi work and such. So I really enjoy it. Right, I really enjoy right. it. Yeah, I think the midichlorian scene gets a lot of hate. Uh, you know, explaining the biology behind the force. And some people are like, well, what made it so cool was we didn't know about it. It was mysterious. But I was one that always really appreciated kind of dealing with the science, dealing with the backstory, and uh, they're, you know, it's mystical and science together, and I mean, I don't see why they have to disagree with one another, you know? Yeah, and, like just put, put them yeah, together. It's yeah. Star Wars for crying out loud. Yeah. It's but in a galaxy far, far away. Right, exactly. But yeah, you mentioned the pod racing scene. That one, it was always just a ton of fun, just seeing little Anakin Skywalker, 10 years old, you know, uh, going against all of these aliens of all different species, and you know, it's a bit of a gray area there. It looked like a lot of the aliens died in that. I know. Yeah. Like, they never really said what happened. Yeah. They're just kind of, oh, they had this terrible accident. Like, yeah, oh, whole, it's no big deal. It happens all the time in whole pod race. Pod race just, uh, their whole pod just blew up in flames, and you're just <laughs> like, okay. Um, I thought this was kind of a kid's, yeah. a kid's movie yeah, in some yeah. ways. Half of the galaxy are just biting the bullet. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, but then, yeah, of course, the duel of the fates, the uh, <laughs> Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon versus <sighs> Obi-Wan. That is certainly what the entire movie was leading up to, and it paid off. Uh, regardless of how you might feel about certain aspects of the film, Jar Jar Binks what, and whatnot. You know what? I never was bothered by Jar Jar. I thought it was a lot of fun when I was little. Yeah. And I mean, now I'm like, yeah, he's goofy, he's silly, but he was, he reached his target audience. Yeah, I but, think like there's an interview with George Lucas and he's talking and he's like, hey, this is a kid's movie. Like, yeah, yeah. It's for kids. Yeah. Like, if you don't like that, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like that's the target audience is the kids. So. For sure. Yeah, but yeah, once I think people could kind of forgive if anybody had a problem with Jar Jar, they could kind of forgive it once they got to the climactic three-way lightsaber battle. Yeah. Uh, Darth, oh, yeah. Darth Maul with a double-bladed staff. So and cool. He just probably one of the coolest character designs we've ever seen in Star Wars. Uh, you. He was such a fan favorite that, of course, they brought him back to life and uh, hey. in other versions of the uh, canon, you know, in the Clone Wars television series and Star Wars Rebels. But, yeah, that the fight choreography, the stunt work, it was just all directed incredibly well. And John Williams, his score, Duel of the Fates, I think that's probably both of our favorite tracks. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, sometimes I'll uh, I just walk around playing that song. Like, look, you can do anything and look cool. While playing Duel of the Fates. Like, you're brushing your teeth, playing Duel of the Fates, you're the coolest person brushing your teeth right now. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm all for it. Love it. It's one of those that pumps you up no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's it's one of the one of my favorite tracks from the entire saga, for that matter. Uh, John Williams, some of the things he's given us just blows my mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he He's pretty darn good at it. Yeah. But uh, I think what sealed the uh, scene between uh, Darth Maul and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan was Qui-Gon's sacrifice and just seeing, you know, Liam Neeson, he never dies. Like, when yeah. when does that happen? Well, like, in, like, all the other movies, like, I think um, one of the one of those Titans movies, like, he's, like, Zeus. Like, he's always, like, the top guy. Yeah, like, he's yeah. never the guy to go. Yeah. Um, so it hurt a little bit. See, Liam... Take that one. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was probably my favorite character from this film. I just loved seeing how he um, he kind of recognized some of the issues with the Jedi Order, mm-hmm. which of course we saw play out later in the saga. He was trying to tell him, <laughs> "Hey guys, we got some stuff we need to work out," and nobody really listened to him. And uh, unfortunately, he um, it was a little bit too late whenever <laughs> the Jedi figured out what was going on. Yeah, they, they, they uh, just I'd say a couple years too late. Yeah. You know? yeah. But yeah, his sacrifice, of course, was very hard hitting. But Obi Wan avenging his master, you know, Obi Wan had the low ground in that, and <laughs> he did. He, I don't know how he won that. He was. <laughs> what what can't he do? He can win with the high ground and, and the, the low, low ground. ground. Like, oh, oh my goodness, nuts! Yeah, only Obi Wan Kenobi can accomplish such a feat. But yeah, overall, Phantom Menace, it's. It's, you take it for what it is. It's got some problems here and there, but there's a lot of fun to be had with it. And um, it's I think it does get a lot of more hate than it deserves. And it still adds another section to the story that I'm really glad we got to see. Same. Like, a lot of people dog it, but like when you look at it, it's not awful. You know, like, it, right. it lets you think about 
um, like how it all got or how everything like came to be. And then like, when you watch the prequels and then the original trilogy, you're like, oh, I, like this makes sense. This happened because of this went down and stuff like that. For sure. For sure. Um, so we got to round it out our Phantom Menace discussion with what is your favorite memeable line from the, the uh, Phantom Menace? I don't know. I, I, I'm really thinking, um, uh, what is it when, like, what's the little dude with, um, Watto? Yeah, 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 yeah. With, the, with the wings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when, like, when he just talks to Anakin. I just think that's, like, super goofy. I mean, pretty much like, every line he has. Any, yeah. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. what a weirdo. Yeah. And then, of course, um, <laughs> Anakin and Padme, like that's like. <laughs> Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> like pretty much most of the time they talk. Then like the age difference is just what what's going on here? Like yeah, and then borderline illegal. <laughs> the next movie, you know, <laughs> he's he's an adult. He's, he's twenty oh. years old, so I think yeah yeah I think they're good there. <laughs> <laughs> and Natalie Portman is still yeah yeah the same. Like, yeah like, exactly. What? <laughs> yeah, I would have to say mine is uh opening of the film Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Or they were ambushed and almost killed. They were supposed to have these peaceful negotiations, but then they were ambushed. And then everyone goes, you were right about one thing, Master. The negotiations were short. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, they think it's just so funny, but it's just, I don't see what was really funny about it. it, But that's what makes it funny is they find it more funny than it is. They think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's, <laughs> then that's where we're going to round out our Phantom Menace discussion. Moving on to the Attack of the Clones. This was, I think, widely regarded as probably the worst overall Star Wars film. Um, you know, of course, everybody's going to have their different opinions, but it's probably near my, very probably the bottom of my list for the entire saga. But once again, there's still a lot to love about it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Like this one is where, like, you get most of the Jedi. Like, right. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that um, you know, midway through the movie, we're basically at the climax where we have all of our heroes have been captured: Obi Wan, Anakin, Padme, and all these giant monsters have been attacking yeah. them, trying to eat them and maul them. And then what happens? The um, then Yoda just floats down in these. This is, well, with, before uh, that, the the inception of the battle when we have Mace Windu walking up. Oh no, no, yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, like. What is the uh, the um, bounty hunter? No, no, no. What's his name? The um, other dude with wings. Oh, um, uh, he says something like, "You can't like poggle the poggle the lesser." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, says something yeah. towards like kill him. No, it's like he says something. I can't remember. Dang it. Um, it's basically like we're gonna finish him off right here and now. Yeah. And all the Jordicas come in, surround our heroes after they've just beat all these monsters, and then here comes Mace Windu walking up through the tunnel. And just whips out his purple lightsaber. And we're like, purple lightsaber? We've only seen, like, red, green, and blue. And his introduction here was so awesome. And uh, See, he's like, I'm the man. Yeah, like, yeah. look out. For sure. For sure. And uh, at that, it, I think Count Dooku was like, um, you're outnumbered or something like that. And uh, Mason Wynn was like, I don't think so. And then you just see hundreds of lightsabers light up <laughs> all around the arena. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, that just blew my mind. I'm just like, we're going to see this many Jedi in action. I just, it was so, it was like a mystical experience for me as a child. It and, just blew me away. And then, and um, 
the Lego Star Wars, uh, like the first one, I think that was the, like the most fun level to play. Oh yeah, like that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, because you like they gave you like you had to go take out a certain amount of droids and stuff, um, but like you were just being Jedi going yeah. to town on these droids. Like I'm so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was awesome. That was that seems probably my favorite out of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. Lego Star Wars classic reference. That's a one of my favorite video games of all time. I think yeah. you can agree on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's so fun. And yeah. the new one coming out? Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, for the entire Skywalker saga, that's going to be something. But, uh, yeah, turning attention back to Attack of the Clones. Yeah, once we have all the Jedi show up, the rest, it's like, I don't know, 40 minutes left in the movie. And it's just pure entertainment the rest of the way out. Uh, and then we finally get to see later on, we get to see Yoda in action. This little little green guy, he's like 900 <laughs> years old, walks up with a cane, and he, after Count Dooku had just, like, dismembered Anakin, cut off his arm, and almost killed Obi-Wan, too, and you're like, what is this little green guy going to be able to do? You know, we'd seen him in Empire Strikes Back, and where he was the... He, he, was, was, a, he was a nut. <laughs> he, was, he was a nut He case. was. And then in Phantom Menace, he was the uh, just the really serious kind of Jedi master, and you're like, what the heck is he going to be able to do against Count Dooku? He's like two inches tall. Count Dooku's like a yeah. man. Yeah, yep, and that's, you know, when <laughs> he goes, arr, arr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> got, got it. He just, he just goes nuts on Count Dooku, and he's like the most incredible swordsman in the galaxy, he's basically. He's crazy. And, but that doesn't even touch what his knowledge of the Force, he can... After Count Dooku shooting lightning at him. Well, he, like, absorbs it, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah I was and like, what? Shoot it back at him, and Count Dooku's trying to throw all these, like, giant, massive pillars at him. And Yoda just catches him, flings him to the side. And he he holds his own, and he probably he was about to beat Dooku, honestly. But Dooku did, you know, pulled a little bit of a dirty trick out of the bag. and Yeah, that was yeah. low blow. Yeah, low it blow. was. It was. Uh, but, yeah, from a filmmaking standpoint, this had... Some great moments, but uh, some of the dialogue was uh, quite, oh, quite memeable. Yeah, quite memeable, you could say. Uh, we'll get to our memes in a little bit. But uh, favorite John Williams track for the Attack of the Clones? Um, Padme's love theme. We're we're both on the same page right there. Like, yeah. You. I have, mean, I know it's not like action-packed and nothing crazy is happening, but it's just so like... That was awesome. Yeah, it's like, not it's good. not it's not one you can, you know, bop to. It's not one yeah. that you're just like working out to, but like if it's one that really strikes an emotional chord in you. Yeah. It's, it's right when um, you know, Padme and Anakin have been captured going into the Geonosis arena and not looking good for Yeah, them. it's not and looking good ways. and they finally kiss and it's like they profess their love for one another even though Which is banned. And Anakin isn't supposed to love, although he's supposed to be compassionate, but he can't love I don't know. I didn't write the Jedi rules. But anyway, we you have John Williams' um it's I think Across the Stars is yeah, yeah, the yeah, official title. Yeah, yeah. And it goes ba 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 da da ba 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 da ba 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 and just crescendos right as they emerge from like the cave and go into the they're supposed to be the murder arena, their execution arena. It's <laughs> spoiler alert, they didn't Get executed. Yeah, yeah. Not not, not yet, yeah. <laughs> they, they did the executing, yeah. I do believe. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, that's just another classic example of John and Williams tugging on our heartstrings right there. Also, I want to compliment you 
on the the word that you used. I don't know where that. What was it? The something with a C. The crescendo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, hats off I'm, to you there, I mean, crescendo. You know, just a fun fact about me. How I might have mentioned this before, but I competed in the national spelling bee in eighth grade. That's right. The Scripps National Spelling Bee. I always try to drop that in every once in a while. A subtle plug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, by the way. Yeah. But uh, anyway, moving on from the emotional hard hitting of John Williams's music. Let's talk about some of the memes. This, I mean, Hayden Christensen's performance in this, I think he's a really nice guy. He seems like a great guy, and I think he's I think he's probably done some good work in some other arenas, but uh, this, not his best performance. No, yeah, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. Um, definitely the best meme. <laughs> I don't like sand. Yep, that's exactly it. Sand, it's coarse it's just... and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Unlike you, you're soft <laughs> and smooth. Like, you can't beat that one. Uh, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's just so, like, that's, what? Like, yeah. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's like George Lucas, one of the greatest visionaries of all time, creative geniuses. But when he wrote that dialogue, how in the world did he think <laughs> that was going to be, how did he think that was going to go over well? Like, I don't know. He it was, it was like, first of all, like, he's talking about, like, he, how he hates sand, which, it's understandable. Sand can be yeah, yeah. pretty like annoying. Yeah. But then like this is his like biggest fear is sand essentially. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then he looks at Padme and is like, "You're not sand. Yeah. You're the opposite." That's basically what he said. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. And <laughs> that's just the their relationship in this was a it was a bit odd after three years earlier we'd seen the Phantom Menace and of course ten years had passed like in the in the world of Star Wars but he went from this little kid who was like Padme was kind of like his big sister almost. And now <laughs> yeah. in this film, they're like, you know whoa. falling in love. It's that was, that was something. Yeah. Some may say it's the um, fate of the stars. I oh. guess you could say oh. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Nailed it. Yeah. Well, I think that about rounds it out for our attack of the clones discussion. Then moving on to our final film in the prequel trilogy, revenge of the Sith. This is where we're supposed to see what, you know, everybody had been hoping for and asking for the final turn of Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader, one of the greatest villains in cinematic history. And uh, I think this is probably the strongest of the prequel trilogy. Would you agree with me on that? I do. Um, contrary to like everybody else, I really enjoyed Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Um, but this one was definitely the best one yeah. by far. Yeah. And so what, what were some things about it, like, you know, scenes that stood out? Um. Uh, let's see. Definitely. I mean, obviously, like when they're on Mustafar. Yeah. Like yeah. when they're Obi Wan and Anakin are duking it out. That's just crazy. Um, and then I don't guess it's not necessarily like the scene, but like kind of just like the circumstance when like Palpatine takes the power. That's in. Revenge oh of yeah, yeah, and he, he's like um. Is that when he uh like when they he uses like the reserve powers or whatever? Yeah, and well, you might be thinking of um Attack of the Clones where he used the emergency powers to uh produce the clone army. But in Revenge of the Sith is when he finally gets like crowned emperor and he's just That's, in yeah, yeah. there he's there like in the Senate just being this dictator type yeah, of and figure. Like, no like so many people are like for him, and it's like, well, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. why are you for this guy? Yeah, and you um, you have Padme in the crowd, and you remember her line? No, I don't. Like, this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. 
Yeah. Deep. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. So, and like, she and uh, Organa, uh, Senator Bell Organa, they're the only ones in the galaxy with sense, it looks like. Yeah. 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 But like, this isn't good. And yeah. everybody else is like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, He's the best. Yeah. No. It's a creepy old dude. Yeah. With lightning. Yeah. 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 He's like, um, the Jedi have left me scarred and deformed, <laughs> but I've moved now to make the Republic into the first galactic empire. And everybody goes nuts. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, I think a lot of people had issues with some of the, like, they focused so much on the politics in the prequels. But I think that was necessary to the storyline. You had to see how the Empire came to be. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, this was the climax of the Empire's uh, development, basically. Well, that's something, like, I think is, like, super interesting, yeah. is the politics of Star yeah, Wars. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, in all honesty, I'm like, man, uh-huh. this is more interesting than, like, actual politics. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. I'm oh, like, yeah. Whoa, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I definitely enjoyed the like them discussing the politics of mm. the Galactic Empire. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. Mm. Yeah, but um, I think probably my personal favorite scene in this film was something that led directly to that when you had Sidious finally confronted by Mace Windu, uh, Kit Fisto, Agent Kolar, Sassy Ten. I believe those were the four, and you know, um. Three of them die right off the bat. Like, yeah, that. Was, yeah, like, yeah. What are you doing? How are you even on the castle? Yeah. Like, what a wuss. Yeah. But you just have Mace Windu walking in, and it's like their conversation is just so great. It's like, oh, yeah. in the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you are under arrest. <laughs> are you threatening me, Master Jedi? <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. What are you going to do yeah. about it? Yeah. And, and then he does something he about it. He goes nuts. <laughs> oh, man. And that's when. You know, we'd heard that Palpatine was, you know, I think a lot of us knew that he was the Sith Lord. He was Darth Sidious. Yeah. But we were waiting to see him in action. And once we saw what he could do, <laughs> oh, it was. We get it now. You're like, this dude is the pure definition of evil. And I mean, that that might not have been the best choreographed scene. I mean, Ian McDermott was in the 70s and <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson was pretty old as well. Yeah. They weren't in the greatest of uh, physical condition compared to like a 20-year-old stuntman. But it was an incredibly emotional uh, lightsaber duel, uh, very tactical, and um, this is this was basically the point of Anakin's turn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because then he realized he's like that's when he like sided with Palpatine because he said, yeah. and I quote, "Do it." Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that was Count Dooku earlier in the seat. That was earlier in the movie. When uh, was it? I thought, yeah, I, I yeah. thought Palpatine said, "Do it." Well, Palpatine did say, "Do it." When Anakin was killing Count Dooku, in yeah 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 yeah, I'm dropping the ball here. Nah, today. nah, nah I, you're good, you're I good. Apologize. Hey, it's a podcast. We're here for mistakes. That's that's part of the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, you can roast me on the internet. I think this. Th- I think what you're thinking about is when um, Palpatine was shooting the lightning at Windu, and he was like, "No, no, yeah, no, yep. you have lost it." That's, and he goes, yeah. "Unlimited power." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And then, I like picks him up yeah. and throws him out the window. Yeah, I don't know how all these impressions are gonna sound over the over the air, but you know, hundred percent, it's part like, of the fun. Spot on. Nobody's yeah. gonna be able to tell. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So Anakin 
was so conflicted right here between Palpatine and Windu. Where's his allegiance to Palpatine? He's basically his father figure. Right. And Windu and the entire Jedi Order and his best friend, Obi-Wan. And you're just like, oh my gosh. And he's like, I need to save my wife, Padme, who apparently the dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Did you say Darth Plagueis? <laughs> Interesting. Exactly. I, heard that, I heard that's a tale. Yeah, yeah. An interesting tale. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> so, yeah, that's. <laughs> I ho really hope these are Star Wars fans listening to this, or they will have no idea what's going lost. on. Yeah, yeah, what's, but what's yeah, I'm, I'm these, pretty dude? sure. But uh, yeah, so Anakin, he wanted the power to save Padme because he he's had this vision that she's going to die in childbirth and she's pregnant. Uh, and Palpatine can help him out, but Palpatine's a Sith Lord. What do you do right here? Finally, he, he just snaps, and he's like, I love my wife more than I love the rest of the galaxy, so I'm just going to help. I'm just going to cut Mace's arm off and, you know, pledge my I pledge myself to your teachings. Ooh, well <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. So that was the turning point of the entire film, and the rest of the Pretty, I think that was like maybe the one hour, yeah, one, something like one twenty mark, and from there on it was just magic. Yeah, I I I, I concur. <laughs> um, some something that I, we haven't touched on yet though would definitely be General Grievous. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he he doesn't really do too much, but it's just like the whole concept of him is awesome. Yeah. Um. And him and Obi Wan fighting—that's an awesome oh, yeah, sequence. Yeah. Like that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, some people complain that it's too long. It's like 20 minutes, but I loved how it was just this epic journey between a hero and a villain fighting. They yeah. they started out just on this platform, then they go all throughout the entire planet. And like that know. thing, that that area was so like wide yet like vertical. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. they were in, it was crazy. Yeah, they were like in this giant crater that they had built like, they they landed all these starships in. Yeah, like there were it, droids and clones fighting all over the place. It was insane. Yeah, there was just a lot going on, and I I love that scene. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, and then that's when, uh, shortly after, is when Order sixty six <sighs> is executed. Oh man, oh man, that I think the track, the John Williams track that goes along with that, um, I think it's a uh, Anakin's betrayal. Yeah, that's probably one of my most memorable from the Revenge of the Sith. It's just so, like, somber, and it just really breaks your heart listening to it because whenever you listen to that track, that scene just plays in your mind, and the entire montage of the Jedi all over the galaxy getting shot down by their soldiers. Dude, the, 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 the saddest one, I think, is Kiati Mundi. <sighs> like, he's like, all right, let's go. Let's go into battle. And then he turns around, like, nobody's following him, yeah. and then pew, 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 yeah. and then yeah. down goes the cone head. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And you just, um, like, that whole, it's like four-minute montage almost of Jedi around the galaxy getting getting gunned down. And then you have Jedi, I mean, sorry, you have Yoda all, all the way in Kashyyyk with the Wookiees, and he feels he it in feels his heart. It, yeah. yeah, he drops his cane. He's like, oh, man, what has happened? And um, you look at, um, right leading up to that, you had... Anakin marching into the Jedi Temple, leading the 501st Clone Army. Yeah. And it goes, bum, 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 b
there's uh, some bad stuff is about to go down. It, it, well, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and it does. So, um, I think you mentioned one of your favorite tracks was uh, "Battle of the Heroes." Yeah, when yeah. when Obi Wan and Anakin are fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy that uh, so when I worked at Cracker Barrel, this guy would like hook up his Bluetooth speaker, and he'd play all sorts of movie scores, which was awesome. And then like every once in a while, this would come on, and I'd I'd like, oh my gosh, yeah, like, yeah. episode three, yeah, yeah. Obi Wan and Anakin, and everybody in the store was like. What a nerd! What, what oh, you, you don't understand. Yeah. This is this is great. Um, so probably like out of it's probably like between like the movie scores, Phantom Menace, Duel of the Fates. Yeah, yeah. This one and then Padme's Love Theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this one's this one's awesome. Yeah, because watching them just duke it out and this is playing in the background. Yeah. I'm like, this is sick. And like the planets like exploding around yeah, them basically. Yeah. <laughs> like you're they're in like a a, a volcano. Yeah, yeah. Blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I think to close out, well, close out our Revenge of the Sith discussion. What is your favorite meme line from Revenge of the Sith? Um, I think there's only right one right answer to this, and I feel, I feel like a lot of people that haven't seen Star Wars are still going to understand. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got to be hello there. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Obi Wan just jumps down. Oh. Sees Grievous. Hello there. <laughs> and then he responds with the general canoe. <laughs> oh my god. That yeah. That has that has transcended Star Wars. It's it's oh, yeah. all of pop culture. Like there's it's one of the greatest memes of all time, one of the greatest gifts of all time. You can drop it in anywhere yeah. and you know, just send a text to somebody. Hello there. Damn. And if they don't respond General Kenobi, then They're don't, not your friend. Don't respond. Yeah. yeah I, I mean don't yeah. Um, like the greatest one I've seen of it was like is it, they put it in a video, and it was like this big bar, and it had like a a big screen with a projector. Um, I think like the actual video they were watching like a soccer game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like they put the General Kenobi scene in there, and like as soon as he jumps down and says hello there, like the crowd, the crowd just goes erupts. Nuts. And I yeah, mean, like the camera yeah. just like pans around and the place is packed. <laughs> it's just pandemonium. It's in there. awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, that. That scene, um, there's yeah, it's just it's it's the pinnacle of the prequel trilogy. If it, they hadn't have given us hello there, then dare I say, prequel trilogy would have been a failure. Uh, <laughs> I, not really, but still, that's bold words. You, you can't get any better than that. Oh, well, I think uh, we'll round it out with our ranking of the prequels. So I'm at Revenge of the Sith at number one for all the reasons I kind of just went over. Phantom Menace at number two. Uh, because I feel like it had more focused story than the number three spot, which was Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones just had, I think it had a little bit too much going on and also some of the worst dialogue in the franchise. <laughs> so, yeah, one, Fringe of the Sith, two, Phantom Menace, three, Attack of the Clones. Where are you, Buzz? Um, so I'm going with uh, number one, Revenge of the Sith. Um, number two, Attack of the Clones. All right, okay. And number one, uh, Phantom Menace. The reason why Attack of the Clones is number two just because there's so many Jedi, which is like, yeah, yeah. When you think of Star Wars, that's the first thing you think of. It's yeah. like Sith, Jedi, like lightsabers. Lightsabers, yeah. And in that movie, you get the most amount of oh, lightsabers yeah. in any movie. Yeah. Um. So I just like really appreciate that. Yeah, I can't argue with that. So yeah. yeah. And like, it's just cool to watch. Yeah. And the CGI is kind of, like now it's a little. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, might use it a little bit too much. But still, it, but, at the time period, it was yeah. incredible. Yeah, it got, this is so cool. Yeah, it got a visual effects nomination in the Oscars. And, uh, I mean, the prequel trilogy really did revolutionize what 
you could do with movie technology. Uh, I think that was one of the big transitions from like shooting on film to shooting on digital with uh, the Phantom Menace kind of revolutionized that. Interesting. And yeah, yeah. So uh, you got to give props to what George Lucas did with this trilogy, love him or hate him. There are some things he did that are undeniably great. So yeah, yeah, yeah like Star Wars, for instance. Yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah. A big deal. Yeah, kind yeah, of a big deal. yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys, for tuning into this. I hope you enjoyed it. And I was about to say like and subscribe, but I realized this is not my YouTube channel. <laughs> this is a, a SoundCloud. But you know what? Um, what follow what? follow along to wgwg.org. I think they're on like Twitter and Facebook. And follow along, and you know, I think you can maybe subscribe on the SoundCloud app. Is it, whatever, yeah. whatever you do on SoundCloud, yeah, yeah. go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah. Here. So, yeah, WGWG.org is a wonderful radio station. And uh, I just hope you enjoyed our podcast as we talk about Star Wars. We'll, we'll be back in the coming weeks talking about some of the anthology films like Solo and Rogue One. We'll also talk about the original trilogy, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. And then The Force Awakens, as well as The Last Jedi. Last Jedi, I don't know, um, it's a controversial film there, but uh, it is. we're going to we're gonna give it a go. So. We'll duke it out. Yep. Well, thanks so much, Buzz, for coming along. Absolutely. Yeah. It was quite a ride. Oh, yeah, it was. And we'll see you guys next time. Hello there.